Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. Have you ever cried out to your father? Have you ever had a child, dad, cry out to you? The idea is the intense begging, desire, and need expressed in the emotion and in the words. There is that emotion and wording in the Hebrew language but also translated into the Greek in the New Testament three times. Abba, Father. It's a way of intensifying the word Father. It's a very emotional way of saying Father, Father. To double it to say it twice really shows the depth and the need and the desire. Abba, Father. For a few minutes, I want you to see how this phrase occurs in Scripture. Notice what is going on where it occurs. And in so doing, to see, to know what a father is or should be. Tonight we're going to give some ideas on how fathers can do this. How, how can we get to the point where the child would say, Abba. Father. First of all, it is a fact according to the text read for us in Romans chapter 8 that there is a sense in which Paul says, we cry out, Abba, Father. We cry out because he chose us. We cry out because God decided to choose us. And therefore we cry, Abba Father. I understand that there is real misunderstanding about the concept of being chosen. The idea seems to be in the minds of some that to be chosen means you don't have a choice. It is true that God chose. But notice what he says. In Ephesians 1 and verse 4, he chose us in him. The word chose there is the word elect. 
It is a choice made based on future response or future positioning. God said, I choose you. I choose you in Christ, obviously. Anyone in Jesus, he has chosen. Ephesians 1.5 says he has predestined us. Again, the idea of predestination is not a road to travel from which you dare not veer because you don't have the opportunity. God already laid it out, and he, he, he programmed you to be predestined. No. He predestined us through his Son. God chose us predestined that we in Christ would be one of his. And then he said, he chose us by adopting us. The idea of adoption is the concept of sitting down and saying, I want you. And God has adopted us. Romans 8, verse 15 and 23. We are adopted. He chose us. It's not possible for us to be natural children of God, for spirit does not marry or give in marriage. Therefore, it's not possible. The only son begotten of the father is from him, connected to him, out from him. But we are physical. And therefore, he adopts us just like a family would adopt a child today into their home. We cry out, Abba, Father, because God chose us. A father, a good father, chooses to be a father. The choice to be a father is a decision, not a default You should begin the idea, you should begin planning to be a father long before you actually become one. Preparing, deciding, and choosing. He chose us. And when a father chooses to be a good father, it is natural that a child would cry out, Abba, Father. Because you've already chosen me. You've already shown that you want a connection with me. 
You've already decided this is the relationship that you want. Our God, Father, wants to have a relationship with us. And a good father chooses to have a relationship. Abba, Father, is a cry out to one who has chosen us. Number two. In Galatians 4 and verse 6, there's an interesting phrase there. He has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. You notice what seems to be the case? It is the Spirit crying out to the Father. Sure, we cry out because we have been chosen. But we, through the Spirit, the Spirit cries out to the Father because we chose Him. I've never really considered the idea before that the Spirit within us is crying out to the Father. But think about it this way. Today, if you are a child of God, it means that by faith, you accepted the call, you said, I want to be a child of God. And at the moment of your immersion into Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, the Spirit of God came to live with you. Acts 2 and verse 38. There is a sense in which that Spirit Longs to be with God from whom he came. But there is a spirit or a sense in which the spirit within us is crying out to the Father as a way of connecting us to him. The Jews in the Old Testament, during the time of slavery conquered by another nation, refused to allow themselves to call the master of the house by the term Abba, because that was reserved for the free man. In other words, you captured me, and I'm in your house, and you're the head of this house, but I'm not going to call you Abba because I didn't choose you. You ripped me away from my choice. 
Only free men would approach the Father with this intense emotional, Abba, Father. And the spirit within us that is crying out through that, he is acknowledging that I've been accepted because God chose me and I chose him. God calls us. Second Thessalonians 2 and verse 14, Paul said, you are called by my gospel. God called us. In Hebrews 3 and verse 1, the Hebrew writer says, you are partakers of the heavenly calling. And I responded to the call by answering the call. I answered. I chose him. You chose him. A good father creates an environment that his children will choose to cry out to him, Abba, Father. Just like God, our Father, has created an environment that draws people to him. We honor good fathers today who create in their homes and in their lives an environment where the children are drawn to cry out to them. They'll never do it if you're not willing to listen to them. Like God our Father, when we pray to Him, He listens. And a good father will listen. And when the children know that Father will listen, they'll cry out to Him in time of need. A good father spends time with his children. Maybe the thing that has damaged society more than any other is the absentee father in homes. And for some reason, these fathers have decided that I did what I'm supposed to do when I helped to create this child. Now it's your job. No father will be called Abba by his children if he does not spend time with them. We honor fathers today who spend time with their children and who create this environment that says, Yes, I chose to be your father. But in this environment, those children are choosing to reach back out to the father and cry out, Abba, 
Father. The third and final place where this phrase is used is Mark chapter 14 in the Garden of Gethsemane. Abba, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Jesus cried out, Abba, Father, because he wanted another choice. Can't we do things a little differently? Can't we save the world in another way besides my having to be sacrificed? Again, I don't think anywhere close to his main concern was his physical death. I think his main concern, according to Hebrews 2 and in verse 9, was dying the death that no one necessarily has to die, which is spiritual death separated from his father. We've already experienced this week as we do almost every single week. Somewhere people are dying because that's a death we all must have, but not this one. And Jesus said, can't we do it differently? He wanted another option. But isn't it interesting that God had set up such an environment that Jesus felt free to question him? Have you thought about that? He questioned his own father. God, can we do this differently? I think that's pretty neat to me. That God would allow his son to question whether or not we're going to do what's been set up to do. In like manner, a good father creates an environment that says, it's okay for you to question me. There's no value in the macho attitude that simply says, don't you question me, I'm always right. What child is going to cry out, Abba, Father, to a man like that? God doesn't mind you questioning him. God doesn't mind you saying, I don't get it, Lord. Can we do this a different way? Things aren't working. I'm not sure that I understand. And God says, that's okay. Let me help you. But when it all boils down to the end... God the Father stands firm on what he knows is right to do. And a good father 
while allowing the questioning, eventually must stand and say, this is right. And this is how it's going to be. It's sad. It's sad that there are people in this world who because of a poor home life can't think positively about God being a father. Because to them, a father was an ogre. To them, a father was an absent person. To them, a father was mean, dismissive, unavailable. But God, our Father, if that was where you were raised, He says, I'll be your Father. And it'll be okay. And one day you can come see me. And I'll be with you from then on. To those who have fathers that helped you to see God, may God bless them. May God bless your families. And may you take the lessons and apply them to your own families someday and pass it right on down to the next generation. Abba Father is a cry. Maybe today you need to cry out. Maybe you need to cry out and say, God, I'm lost. I can't save myself. Only your way will work. And we can take you and immerse you into Jesus today. Maybe you need to cry out and say, Father, I'm really in trouble. I'm messing up. Things aren't working. I need help. And through us, he'll take you in. Or maybe you just need to cry out to the Father and say, thank you for the opportunities and the life that you've given me. And it's a cry of joy, not of sorrow. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky. We meet on Sunday mornings for Bible class at 9 a.m followed by our morning worship service held at 10 a.m. Our Sunday evening service is held at 6 p.m., and our midweek Bible study is held on Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you are in the area, we would love to have you as our honored guest. Thanks for listening.